Bang, bang. Welcome to the potty is brought to you by Bet with Joel, the best in sports betting advice. If you want to win some bets instead of piling on all these ridiculous multis and losing game after game after game, I know that's what you do. You get greedy. Oh, $2,000 multi. Let's put 40 bucks on that. Let's make our whole year's salary in one night. It's not going to happen. You need to sign up to Bet with Joel. Bet with Joel will send you the bets to take, right? Which, which bookmaker to take it at? Who has the best odds, right? How much of your bankroll to bet on the bet and why he thinks he's got the edge on the bookmaker for that bet. He was a better for 10 years, 10 years. And that's how he was making a living, full-time sports betting. He has been blackballed from all bookmakers because he was winning too much from them. Blackballed for winning too much. And now he is taking his expertise to the consultant level and letting us know where, where to put our money. This is like a fucking investment, not gambling. I mean, that's, let's not sell it on that. Let's not sell it on that because it is gambling, but you, you catch my drift. This guy knows what he's fucking talking about. Do you win every single bet? No. No, there's ups and downs, but the general trend is up. This beautiful new office that I'm in. Thank you, Bet with Joel. You understand? Little holiday to Melbourne last year. Thank you, Bet with Joel. You feel me? So, oh yeah, move house, new furniture. Get, get some new fancy fucking furniture that's not even comfortable, but it looks good. Thank you, Bet with Joel. Okay? So, if you want to get on my furniture game, if you want to fix your fucking furniture up, Sign up to Bet With Joel at betwithjoel.com slash ref, that's R-E-F, slash welcome to the potty, that's P-O-D-D-Y. Enter promo code potty, exclusive 50, that's potty, exclusive 5-0. For 50% off your first week subscription, you can choose to apply that 50% to any package. But let me tell you this, if you go with the cheapest package, you're saving less money. You sign up to the most expensive package, get 50% off, see how you go and then be like, holy shit, I'm gonna keep doing this and, and really make in this bread. 50% off that first week is huge. So think about that. Uh, welcome to uh, betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty and to promo code potty exclusive 50. Welcome to the potty is also supported by Phoenix Fitness, FNX Fitness. If you want to get small, start getting ready for that summer body. I know we're sitting here in August. Um, summer's right around the corner. You need to get, you need to start getting shredded and, and get some of those shredding supplements. You need to start, you know, you need to, you need to kickstart your way out of bed to get into the gym. Get some of that pre-workout, you know? You're getting sore after a workout. Get some of that protein, dude. You feel me? Dude, I've got sore knees. You know what I get from them? Fish oil. Dude, it is all there. Um, hit the link in the episode description or the link in the Instagram bio and enter promo code WTTP for 15% off all orders. WTTP for 50% off all orders. Phoenix Fitness. If you want to uh, support the Welcome to the Potty podcast directly, just go to welcometothepotty.com slash store and have a look at our butter soft Welcome to the Potty unsourced t-shirts or our bung bung bean, the best bean there is. Dude, do you like coffee? Yeah? Do you like bullshit coffee from, you know, on the run? Or do you like that, that delicious blend of beans from Kenya, Colombia and Brazil? Dude, the best three beans in the world have come together and they're in a bag that I created. And I'm not talking about my ball bag, bro. I'm talking about a bung bung bean bag, dude. Get involved. It's the most delicious coffee I've ever put in my body. Let's start the show. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome, baby. Welcome, baby. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome. Oh, no, no. Welcome, baby. Welcome to the party, bung bang! It's your man Clay Tron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, because I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI of podcasting, the captain 
the motherfucking Kanye West of podcasting because I'm sick. Yes, I'm sick, dude. That guy's mentally ill, but I'm I'm proper sick today, dude. Um, Rachel's Rachel's been away with a couple of girlfriends the last couple of nights, and she usually is the one that tells me to go to bed. So I've been staying up mad late watching Netflix. Um, you know, cuddling my dog and I uh, haven't been getting enough sleep. So now look at me. Now I'm sick. Now I'm carnated the fuck up. Need some Theraflu. But um, it's all good. We don't miss episodes of the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Okay? We don't miss them. I think we've, I think we've missed a couple. <laughs> In saying that, <laughs> I think we have missed a couple. But do you know what you get? You get bonus episodes. And there was a bonus episode this week with Xavier Dersma, Young Gunner from the uh, Port Adelaide Power. I won't hold that against him. I'm a Crows fan, but fuck me, right? Uh, the Crows may not win a game this season. You might keep seeing me look to the left a little bit today. I'm currently watching the Boston versus Philadelphia game three of the NBA playoffs. Um, I will give you a little update when we get to sports, man. But let's do our little, our little talky talk, dude. Oh, man. I haven't been, you know, I haven't had a cold for a while, man, because I take... Dude, I take Armour Force. Remember, do you guys know about Armour Force? The only two people that I know that know about Armour Force are friends of the show. Welcome to the potty. Um, wife of Welcome to the Potty, basically, is Rachel. She, uh, She's my girlfriend. So she, she put me on to Armour Force. And then before the Z-Boys trip, you guys all know about the Melbsy, the Z-Boys. Um, um, this year, was it this year? No, no, last year, last year, late last year, I think it was, um, we, yeah, we were going on the trip and I, I hit up the boys. I was like, fuck, I'm sick. I'm sick dudes. And, um, Corey was like, bruh, you just fucking pop a handful of armor force in your mouth and you're going to be good. And I was like, oh, you know about armor force? Like, Cause Rachel's into all this, like not bullshit, but like, um, stuff like instead of just doing medicine, like, you know, Oh, have a, have a two, have a teaspoon of turmeric in some water and you'll be fine. And it's like, no, bro. Like I have a turmeric almost every day of my life. I'm a, the ultimate curry guy. I love curry. What's your favorite food? Curry. No, but which curry? No, all curry equally. Not equally though, because there's actually some that are better than others, but you get my drift, dude. I do turmeric every day. So when I get sick, extra turmeric, bruh, is not the answer for me personally. Okay. Oh, garlic, man. Ginger. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Curry. So you're telling me to continue eating my favorite food. Is that what you, is that what you want me to do, bruh? Because I do that without question every day of my life, bruh. Dude, bro, nothing will make you sick like swimming in Bali, dude. Not in a pool. We went, uh, not scuba diving, the other one. Uh, Snorkeling. We went snorkeling, dude. The one with the pipe at the back of your head. (coughs) Right, me and Rachel went snorkeling and good Lord, bro. We went on like a fucking two and a half hour drive because the the beach near our our resort was fucked. All right, we went for like a two and a half, and by fucked, I mean, um, it was just all seaweed and garbage, bro. Similar to, um, uh, you know, basically Glenelg, um, but worse, worse than Glenelg. And if you catch me swimming, and first off, first off, I'm not a, I'm not a water guy. I'm not a water guy. Like I'm not swimming's not my fucking jam, you know? So you're, you're probably not going to catch me swimming, but if you do, it's not going to be a Glenelg, okay? Consider that. <sighs> but we take this two and a half hour drive to fucking God knows where. I don't know the names of the places. There's like Seminyak and Kuda, but it, it wasn't one of these main places. It was like far out. There's no parties. There's no nothing. There's no clubs. It's just like, here, do scuba diving or do snorkeling. And we don't have snorkeling licenses. And I know that probably doesn't matter in Bali, but 
I'm not doing scuba diving, bro. I'm not doing it. So we went snorkeling and this guy takes us out in a boat and I'm thinking, fuck, am I, am I going to see a goddamn turtle? Am I going to see Squirt from Finding Nemo? You know? Or Crush? You know? Make your way to the big old blue. Or whatever the fuck he says, you know? But, um, what was I talking about? Oh, snorkeling, yeah. So we, we're going out there and I'm seeing like some crystal clear water, but the problem with the crystal clarity is also I can just see all the plastic bags in the ocean floating around. And I'm nervous, okay? So I can see them and I'm thinking maybe I should do a little, you know, help. Maybe I should help clean this ocean. But then I'm like, what if, what if I'm tripping and that's a fucking jellyfish and I die underwater? And the last place, I'm telling you right now, the last place I want to die, dude, is underwater. Because I don't even, I, I shouldn't even be in the water. And that's the, that's the problem with people, dude. People think they can tame nature and shit. Oh, did everyone hear about, bro, I've got so many things going on in my fucking skull right now. Um, did anybody hear about these 750 million mosquitoes in Florida that they're about to release and they're genetically modified and I don't even understand what the what the deal is what the point is should I google it right now <sighs> fuck I'm all over the fucking shop right now guys because I was I was talking about Bali but we'll get back to it uh genetically modified mosquitoes what's this about 750 million. So I got the, I got the number right. Uh, 750 million <clears throat> genetically engineered mosquitoes approved for release in Florida Keys. Plan to release over 750 million genetically modified mosquitoes into the Florida Keys in 2021 and 22 received final approval from local authorities against the objection of many local residents and coalition of environmental advocacy groups. The proposal had already won state for, what's the point I need to know the point of it. Um, the mosquito has been altered to produce female offspring that die in the larval stage well before hatching and growing large enough to bite and spread disease. Only the female mosquito bites for blood, which she needs to mature her eggs. Males feed only on nectar and are thus not a carrier for disease. Oh, so I guess it's to stop disease. What disease is rampant? in Florida right now. And you know, Florida's been fucking up since, you know, they've got that thing, enter, enter Florida, um, enter Florida man and your birthday and, and see what the the wild story is. Um, and let's just do that. Let's do that as well. Um, Florida man, May 23. Okay, this is wild. This is absolutely wild. A Florida man was arrested after telling a playground full of kids where babies come from. And is that a is that an arrestable offense or did he like pull his dick out while he was saying it? Do you know what I mean? Um either way, like I don't know if his posture's terrible, but we're not even doing poor posture. We're supposed to be doing barley swimming and I'm just all over the shop. But you know, humans think that they can they can influence nature and do genetically modified mosquitoes and like go swimming in water. And, and we're not meant to do swimming in water, okay? Because there's things like sharks and then a shark eats us and we get mad and we're like, let's kill sharks, let's kill sharks. And we're like, what? That's what I'm thinking. Cause I'm like, you're in that shark's house. Dude, if I have, if I've got a fish tank, right? and I introduce a foreign body to that fish tank that's tasty, it's gonna get eaten. Cause inside the fish's house, the fish doesn't say like, oh, okay, I've got a visitor. The fish doesn't know you, bruh. So if a shark eats you while you're in its house, you're trespassing, okay? And we think we're just gonna go, we've got to cull the sharks. We've got to cull the sharks. And it's like, what? You think you're bigger than nature, bruh? That's why every time there's, every time, every single time there's a shark attack, I never feel sorry for anyone, dude. Unless they got attacked on land, which has happened exactly zero times, dude. 
exactly zero times. If you get attacked by a shark while you're in the water, that's like, dude, that's like when you go on um, like a, so like bungee jumping and you've got to sign like a, a waiver. If, you know, if, if I die, it's not, it's not this company's fault. You know, I decided to do this at my free will or whatever. That's basically, you're basically signing that every time you go into the ocean, dude. So leave the sharks alone and they'll leave you alone. Now, if a shark grows legs, it mutates and it fucking walks out of the ocean and it eats something, let's kill that motherfucker, okay? Because the land, that's our house, right? But until that happens, leave those motherfuckers alone, dude. You are fish food when you're in the ocean. And if you get, every time you get out of the ocean alive, you should praise the Lord, bro. For real. Check. Oh, <laughs> I can't even believe I've, so I'm, I'm, I'm underwater, right? Looking at plastic bags and shit. I didn't see one turtle. Yeah, we're back in Bali. I didn't see one fucking turtle and I'm looking at all these fish. Some of them are glowing and shit. There's some beautiful fish swimming in this garbage fucking water, dude. And I'm, I'm feeling sick even though, like it's all in my head at this stage. I'm like, oh fuck, I'm getting disease being here, you know? Oh shit, there's a Pepsi can. Oh my God, you know, not feeling good. So anyway, we're done and we go back to land and this fucking boat comes back and they pull a body out of the boat with a, with a towel over it. And Rachel and I are like, what? You know, some, someone died out there. And our host, his name was Danny. He was like, you know, I got check. I, I don't remember what he sounded like, but let's, let's say that's what he sounded like. I got check. And he went over there and spoke Balinese and he comes back. And I don't know if Balinese is a language, Indonesian or whatever, but he, uh, he goes over there and speaks and uh, comes back and he's like, yeah, yes, old man, old man, uh, heart attack, heart attack on boat. And I was like, shit, dude, we'll never know, you know, we'll never know. Maybe he, I wonder if he went in the water and maybe one of these bacteria that I was seeing, you know, out of, come out of a Pepsi can fucking really triggered a heart attack or something. We'll never fucking know, dude, but I'm telling you right now, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that's, that's the way, dude. I don't, I don't believe in it. I, I don't know that if I go back to Bali, I think I'm really going to be maxing out, maxing out. And you guys are thinking like, shit, you're going to go full throttle. No, opposite. Max and relaxing, dude. I'm going to be chilling with a drink in hand by the pool for however long I'm there. Oh, you want to go sightseeing? Fuck you, dude. I'm not going sightseeing, dude. If you go, if I'm going to have a heart attack on a boat, dude, I don't even like boats. Yeah, I went for a business meeting with Captain Davo on a boat. Did he ask me if I like boats beforehand? No. It was a surprise business meeting and... I could have, I could have easily shit my pants. I could have easily shit off the side of that boat, but the boat had two toilets on it. So I could have taken my pig with toilets as well. No, that's not how I'm going out on a boat in water. I'm not doing any of that shit. The closest thing to water that I'd prefer to slip in the shower, bro. I'd prefer to slip in the shower or something like that. Or, or have like some, you know, like Russian hitman come in here and like drown me in the toilet or some shit, dude. At least the rest of my body would be dry. You guys are out there swimming with sharks and shit and getting shocked like an electrician when, when a fucking shark eats you, dude. Your fish food, bro. Oh, sorry. I don't remember why I started talking about that. Oh, because I'm sick. I am sick. I don't feel good, but I don't feel, you know, I don't feel too bad. Um, what else? What else, dude? Oh, it was good to have a week of leave last week. 
I already miss it. I already miss it, dude, but I'm going down to part-time soon. Going down to part-time to focus on this, this beautiful, this glorious podcast and what else? Uh, comedy. Do some more writing and stuff and really have a fucking crack at this shit. I haven't been writing much lately, man. Not sure why. I think um, I've just been busy as fuck. And I honestly think I've been busy as fuck with work. I've been... Why didn't you work on your holiday? Uh, I was on a holiday, maybe. I was on fucking holiday. And I, I honestly just, I needed my brain to relax for once. And it did. And I felt good. But now I'm back. You know, staying up all night with my dog while Rachel was away. And now I'm sick. Um, dude, employment. I used to, dude, I'm thinking about um, all the jobs I've had, right? First ever job working for my dad. Um, he was the manager at a retail store, Converse, and he hired me. And then I worked there for a couple months and he quit. And then my manager was this lady, uh, Maria or Marina or Mario or something. And she, uh, she was fine. I didn't have any problems, but I didn't want to work anymore. I wanted to just, I was like, fuck, I want to train, dude. This is back in my fucking days of, an, of, of being, you know, not a broken man, being an athlete. And, um, yeah, so I left that one. So Marina, Maria, Mar- Mar- Mary, Marie, could any of those, could have been any of those. Um, she was my first female manager. And then I went to this, I went to work at this place as while I was dating, like probably my, oh no, no, I've skipped so much time. I was dating this girl, dude. And she, um, we had problems. We had relationship fucking problems, dude. Good God. Neither of us were happy. And we both thought we were in love. And now when we see each other in public, we run for the hills. It was that bad. Both of us run. So both of us must have our own stories, you know? And I can, like, you know, you're always the villain in someone's story. You know what I mean? And I can see, I can see several things that I may have done that would make me the villain. And maybe I shouldn't be the one run. Well, she shouldn't be running either, but maybe I shouldn't be the one, you know, spewing, you know, anecdotes about that relationship uh, when I was most likely definitely in the wrong most of the time in that relationship, which is something that you, you realize when you're 30 and you don't quite realize when you're fucking 18 or whatever we were, you know? Anyway, what the fuck? What the fuck? What am I talking about? Jobs and I, then I have an existential fucking realization. Um, made a song about, I actually wrote a song about that girl called Dan, uh, Dancing with the Devil or some shit like that. Like that's the kind of animal I am. Now is that song available uh, on the internet? No. No, that, that was recorded and never released. Thank God. It wasn't even good anyway. It was funny though. Um, yeah, but I was working at this place called Access Pay and it was just like, it was, I think they handled tax for specific businesses or something. I don't know, dude, because I all I did was scan shit all day and be on Facebook. And I had two bosses one was the it guy who i guess was uh, in charge of all the fucking scanning and shit and then another one was just the manager and she was a lady and i forget what her name was but she dude i was tall i was already this size at this time in my life i think i think i was about 18 or yeah 18 and she um she she was she was at least six foot 
at least six foot, and she came, she had mad attitude, bro, and it it really it really fucked me up. It really fucked me up. She had crazy attitude, bro, and she was my boss, and I couldn't say shit. And I was used to not saying shit because you know you don't say shit to your coaches or whatever. But fuck, dude, she really was out here just bothering me, bro. I forgot what her name was, but shit. I remember like in my job interview, she was mad impressed. And then like, it just felt like after all, first of all, you don't need to be impressed. You don't need to interview someone to be a scanner. So I don't understand why you'd waste time on that. But also don't bother being impressed if all I'm doing is scanning paper into, into fucking a computer. Like you don't need to be impressed by me. But then she never was again. She would always come in. She didn't even want to say hi. She, she, she would come in the door and be like, hey, fuck you. <laughs> Imagine that. Oh, shit. Um, where did I work after that? I think that was my last job before college. So I never really worked in college. And then when I came home, I was just playing for a while. And then I was, oh, Optus. I worked at Optus, which is a, it's like if you, it's like a phone telecommunication provider, like AT&T and Verizon and all that shit. We've got, our main tool in Australia is Optus and Telstra. And um, that was dope. That was dope. Made some good friends there. Um, cool, like, our manager was like pretty cool, bit of a bit of a nerd, but like we were all nerds, man. I think we were all maybe nerds except Damo, who just liked soccer and, you know, betting on the dogs and drinking piss. Um, but I liked that too, you know. So I I was like a, a nerd, but also got on really well with Damo, you know. And then there was Sammy, which we won't really get into because I don't think Rach would appreciate it. So. But that was that was uh, that was a good time. Uh, we were seeing each other for a little while, and that was there was no issues, dude. And sometimes you look back and you're like, "How did that end?" And it's just geographic location. But that wasn't it. I think I was seeing about three or four girls at the same time. I think that you know, I think that will that will usually end uh, two or three of those relationships, you know. Um, but that was she was cool. She probably didn't deserve that bullshit either, so. Shit, you turn 30 and you start feeling bad for bitches. <laughs> oh, man, I'm sick, dude. I'm sick. Oh, man. Um, shit, what other jobs do I have? Um, another, I've had two, like, disability support jobs. Female bosses, female bosses. Then I came to Adelaide and I had female boss in my first counseling job. Then a female boss in my foster care job. I wasn't a foster carer, but I used to do <coughs> marketing for foster care. And, um, dude, and then you fucking sit back. You sit back and you listen to these bitches on Twitter complain about how there's no women in um, high corporate positions, but the only fucking bosses I've had have basically been women, you know? Like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? And then there was one job where I wanted a promotion and they gave it to this bitch that had no fucking idea what she was doing. So I quit. But it wasn't about her being a woman, but it's like, how many women... Are fucking in all these positions and you're all out you're out there on Twitter bitch and you understand like do you just mean at like Fortune 500s or do you mean in general because I've had almost exclu almost exclusively female bosses you know and like yeah dude that was so that was so annoying bro so I was working in this in this in this team right on the army base. Our boss got pregnant, goes on leave. And I was like, I put my hand up. I was like, yeah, let me take it from here. I've got this shit. I know what's happening out here. I can organize this team, blah, blah, blah. 
right? Um, and they had previously put, like, when our, our original manager had gone on, like, leave or something, they had put some other person in this management position. And she had no fucking idea what she's doing. And she kept coming to me to ask me what to do, right? And I'm like, right. And so I'm telling her what to do. And I, all of the team members are coming to me when they need something. If they need some advice or some help or some knowledge, they'll come to me. I'm like, dope. I, like, hit me up. I, I, I love to help. Bang, bang, bang. I hit him with that fucking, that, that, that K, bro, that knowledge. You know? Hit him with that fucking stress test, dude. And they, and then this old lady, she takes, she goes on maternity leave and I'm like, yo, I'm going to be, I'm happy to be the manager. Hit me up with that fucking contract. You know, that's not how I said it, but that was the gist. And they were like, oh, we're actually going to put this other lady in here that, um, you know, is on a yo-yo diet and her weight fluctuates so fucking crazily. And she's got bad breath and she knows nothing. And I was like, all right, bet. Here's my letter of resignation, bitch. You know? No, I called the boss. I called the boss. I called the boss and I was like, um, this is the story, you know? Rah, rah. They they want they they come to me for advice. She fucking comes to me for advice. She doesn't know what's going on. This this ain't right. And she's like, uh, contract's been signed. And I was like, all right, peace. And check this out. To get my annual leave paid out, my contract was so fucked up, dude. I had to give eight weeks notice. So I had to work another six weeks. And you're like, Clay, but you just said eight weeks. Yeah? You don't think I used all of my sick leave against these motherfuckers? They don't deserve they don't deserve me to fucking not use my sick leave. Then check this out. You know fair work, right? And they're not they're not supposed to hit you up on your sick days or whatever. They're hitting me up every day, like, when are you coming back to work? I just wouldn't even respond, bro. I wasn't I was sick, you know? And you're not supposed to hit me up. I tell you when I'm better. You know? So I took fucking 13 days of sick leave. Suck my dick. Um But yeah, that's pretty wild that that you could probably just walk around thinking that that no women are like in high positions. Like the, oh, okay, the owner of the company, the owner slash CEO was a male. Yeah. Hey, guess what? If you want to own a company, you fucking make a company, you know, or buy one. Like what the fuck are you talking about? Anyway. Sorry, just a bit of uh, just a bit of hate speech to start off the episode. All my coaches were men. All my coaches for men's sports in men's locker rooms were men. Yeah. Um, I had my first ever basketball coach when I was like, I don't know, nine or ten years old. She was a woman named Jenny. She was decent, man. We we had a little squad. We had a little squad and we would win games, dude. We would win games. Um, who was on our team was me and Mitch, not not money making Mitch, but Mitch Langley. Um, or and funnily enough, his name on Instagram is actually money making Mitch. So free shout out. Um, James, Robert, Patrick. I think there was a guy named Wyatt. Ben. Uh, we're getting, then probably a couple of like guys that weren't good enough to, uh, stay locked in my memory or something. I don't know. I'm just going to blow my nose here. You guys. <laughs> Rachel always, uh, makes fun of me for, um, the way my, my, uh, Blowing your nose sounds like a trumpet. And I don't fucking know how to do it any other way. I don't. Dude, it's actually good timing for me to get sick because 
I had just cancelled. Um, I was going to have some boys over today for some beers and stuff, and I had to cancel it because of some some stuff going on. <clears throat> and the weather's shit anyway. And now I'm all of a sudden sick from not sleeping for two days. So, so that's pretty good timing to get sick anyway. So, because it would have sucked to get sick when they're coming and then give them the sickness or have to cancel because I'm sick or pretend I'm not sick. You know, so good timing, good timing, good timing. Oh, dude, do you remember, uh, do you remember pants when we were young? I'm just thinking about when I was young and Jenny was my coach. Um, do you remember when you were young and you would wear like jeans or, or cargo pants or corduroys maybe? Uh, and you would sit down and your pants would bunch up at the front and make you look like you had, um, erection. Did new technology come in or something? Cause that hasn't happened to me in ages. And before you say, oh, maybe you had an erection. I didn't dude. I know when I've got erections, I actually know when my body's erect dude. And mine wasn't. And I'd be wearing specific pants that would sometimes bunch up. You know? And I know that other people have been in this situation and I want to know if there has been a shift in technology over the last 20 years because I don't remember the last time that I wore a pair of pants that made me look erect. You know, Ron Burgundy did, but he was erect. He he wanted to fuck Veronica Corningstone so bad in the office. He just wanted to bend her over a fucking desk and shove her face into a keyboard, you know, while he's, you know, but, but like, is there, has there been a shift in technology? That's what I want to know. Cause I've had no embarrassing fake erections for at least two decades, but I remember having them regularly, unless my mom just went through a phase where, you know, we, we weren't, we weren't like doing great financially when I was growing up. So maybe she was buying me like these bullshit cardboard pants or something. Dude, these shits used to just stick up. Um, and yeah, it would make me look blessed, but I was at an age where like girls didn't really even know what blessed was. They didn't know that they wanted to be with a dude with a, you know, you know, large slap. Oh man, I watched this commercial. I didn't watch it, but it just showed up on Instagram and this dude was talking about beard dandruff. And his whole, he scratches and his whole fucking shirt's like a speckled egg, dude. And I just fucking wanted to vomit, bro. And I was like, get your fucking life in order, dude. Either shave your beard and put some lotion on or fucking, I don't know. I don't know. Dip your beard in lotion or something. Yuck, dude. I've seen, you know, I've scratched before and a few flags have come out. This dude was fucking covered and yeah it was just a commercial that they did extra with and shit but it was foul dude and it didn't make me want to buy that shit it made me want to turn it off made me want to turn it off dude i couldn't look at it which is fucking crazy considering some of the films i watch you know god damn oh what a what a rant how how long did we just how long did we just go we're at 38 minutes and I haven't even, excuse me. We're at 38 minutes and I haven't even hit a segment yet. And that's fucking real stream of consciousness type shit. Um, but it is NBA playoffs time. So let's go. Um, all right, sports. So I'll go through the, um, the series. So Bucks Magic is tied 1-1, okay? Lakers Trailblazers is tied 1-1. Um, and dude, let me talk about the Lakers and the Trailblazers for a minute. LeBron and the Lakers lost the first game to Damian Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers. 
And LeBron fucking comes out. Right, no, no, he didn't come out then, but he came out earlier saying, oh, we've got some, you know, we've got some intricate issues within the organization. No one asked him about any fucking issues. He just volunteered this information, similar to fucking when Kyrie's just like, yeah, I called LeBron. Like, suck. You fucking clout chaser. Anyway, I got problems with Kyrie, but we'll get there another time. But LeBron, LeBron's planting seeds for excuses. Okay, he makes excuses. Bro, talking of excuses, and I'm just gonna go off on an, in another direction for a second. Paul George sucks at playoff time. It's well documented. He fucking could not buy a bucket the other day and he comes out in the press conference with ice on his right shoulder. Fuck off. You know, that's such sucker shit. That is such sucker shit, man. And this is the kind of shit LeBron does. This is the kind of shit LeBron does. He, he goes in with the mindset like, where can I find, where can I fucking find an excuse here? Oh, I was playing with a broken hand. Well, you're a fuckwit. Cause nothing was wrong with your hand until the press conference you come in. Why wouldn't you put that shit on your hand afterwards and just keep your fucking mouth shut? Cause you want to make excuses. Get fucked, dude. Dude, I remember my second, my second run in Albury, the second season, we weren't supposed to make it to the finals. And then there was some fucking, some wins and losses that took place that got us a spot in the playoffs. Then we went down to Geelong and we smoked Geelong. We weren't supposed to fucking be there and we beat them. And I broke my, um, my left hand. I broke my left hand. Okay, so that's not, doesn't matter so much, but I played down in Tasmania the next week with a broken hand and yeah, it was taped up and shit, but you could have thought something. I don't know. You could have thought something else, but I played with a fucking broken hand. And then when I got interviewed by the newspaper, I didn't sit there and say like, oh man, like, um, just unfortunate. I had a broken hand. Like, I think we could have, no, we weren't, we didn't fucking get it done that day. We didn't fucking get it done. That's all there is to it. You know? Fucking crazy, dude. This guy's fucking like 36 years old and just being an absolute fucking baby. Just fucking, just play the game and shut the fuck up, you know? Dude, LeBron James, I don't know. I actually just don't know how to describe this motherfucker. And then like, what? So you reckon you get fouled every time you go to the basket? Is that what you think? Hey, 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 hey. We get it, dude. You're not getting fouled that much, dude. Like, honestly. You can't you can't scream every time. Oh, and your fucking homoerotic friend, Anthony Davis, does the same shit. And dude, if that dude ain't zesty, I don't know what to tell you, bro. If that's a straight man walking around with all that zest, that is insanity, okay? And is that a problem? No, but fuck. Stop calling for fouls every time, every single fucking time you go to the basket, bro. Sick, real sicko shit. Uh, Nets versus Raptors. Uh, Raptors, Raptors are up 3-0. This is the first time Toronto's ever had a 3-0 lead um, ever in the playoffs. Uh, and I think they're the only team with one at this stage. Uh, Boston's playing right now, so they're, and they're probably going to take a 3-0 lead. It's actually a pretty close game at the moment. Uh, like eight minutes to go. Boston are up, I think, seven. It's a commercial at the moment. Um... Nets Raptors, Raptors are just walking all over these motherfuckers without Kawhi Leonard. You know, he's gone to the Clippers, who are also playing today. Um, but, dude, yeah, talking about the Nets, bro, they're, you know, no KD, no Kyrie, but, you know, I hate Kyrie. I hate Kyrie, dude. All that motherfucker does is complain 
whether it's about his teammates or the, the earth being flat. This guy, he's just a contrarian and we I don't have time for that shit. I don't need you out here just having a problem with fucking everything, dude. The most negative dude. Bro, I've never met him and he brings negativity into my life. Fuck that guy. And KD, ESPN's MIS, yes. Most insecure superstar, dude. You've got burner accounts. God, you're sick. This guy's sitting down reading tweets and shit. Get a life, bro. And the fact that this dude's like best friends with Kyrie just sickens me, dude. Kyrie, I don't like him. And that that makes me question KD's judgment of character, which, which really is sad, bro. Really is sad. Sucks, man. Um, Utah Jazz versus the Denver Nuggets. Utah's up 2-1 as of this morning, and they just... Fucking punished the Nuggets today by about 35, 40 points. Um, yeah, that was foul. I think it was about 35 points, but that was some real foul shit. Um, Boston, Philadelphia. Yeah, I just gave you guys an update there. Joel Embiid, dude, is just trying his best and the, his supporting cast are not getting it done. I don't know if Ben Simmons is injured or something. I haven't seen him on the court today. So does anyone know about that? Um, oh, man. I think I need to take a shit. Um, Mavericks Clippers. That's a 1-1 one, one, uh, series. But like I said, they're going to play today. Uh, I've got Clippers winning today. Um, hold on. Where else are we? Uh, box magic. I've said that heat paces heats up two zero. Um, Jimmy Butler's looking good out there, dude. Jimmy Butler's looking good out there. Um, so is Tyler Hero, dude. I like the heat. I'm not scared of the heat, but I like the heat. Um, Thunder Rockets. Houston's up two zero without Russell Westbrook, but the Thunder aren't even really supposed to be there. Everyone's saying like, oh, they're doing this without Russ. Even even our mate Dersma said it. Yeah, the, yeah, like they did that without Russ. It's like, yeah, it's the Oklahoma City Thunder. They've got Chris Paul, the most overrated. Dude, dude he's like a Hall of Famer. I'm calling him overrated. But I think he is. I think he is overrated. Motherfucker never goes deep into the playoffs. Never, ever, 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 ever. And I fucking hate his attitude. I think his ego is bigger than his body is. And um, yeah, I don't like Chris Paul. I don't like him. So I'm not surprised that they're getting pumped by the Rockets. So we'll just see what their next matchup is. Uh, have I missed Have I missed any? Dude, James Harden with his hair cut. It makes him look like shit. His, his, um, his hairline's too far back to have these little twists. And he actually, dude, it makes him, it doesn't look like the twists are intentional. He looks homeless. He's like the Kanye West of the NBA, dude. He just looks sloppy as fuck. But then he'll just break your ankles and hit a three or some shit, you know? Oh, here comes Philly making a little run here. 87, 83, six and a half minutes to go. Um, yeah, that's, oh, Damian Lillard, uh, dislocated his finger in game two. Uh, he said he will be playing game three. I believe it. They don't really have a chance without him, to be honest. Uh, word up to CJ McCollum played against him twice in college, had my best ever college game against him. I think I hit five threes. I was hitting threes off of fucking pick and rolls and shit. I, like I was, I was the, I was coming off the, the on ball, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't picking and popping. I was coming off the pick, pulling up, you know, did we lose? Yes. <laughs> that was on new year's day. Uh, I don't know what year, but yeah, man, I had gone, I'd gone to like Boston or Newton, Newton, Mass, Newton, Massachusetts. And um, I don't even remember what we did. I don't remember if we went out or what we did. But um, 
I was seeing this girl at the time and it's possible that that was the first time I banged her. And that was, oh man, that was good. That was a good time. Uh, <laughs> fuck, let's go to fucking Clash Reviews. Comedy, action or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting or costumes? This segment is Clash Reviews. All right. So I've been pretty busy this week doing a lot of fucking sorting shit out and trying to get on top of things. So Rachel's been watching some movies in the back. Like she's been watching them and I've been just, they've been on in the background while I've been working. So I've watched, I haven't really watched, but I've kind of watched two movies this week. And let me tell you this. They both were complete poo. Okay. Well, not complete. So I watched Monster in Law with um, Jane Fonda and Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez. This movie's not. This movie's like old, dude. Let's let's look up what date that movie is. Uh, Monster in Law, two thousand and five. So what year are we into? That's a fifteen-year-old movie. Jennifer Lopez looks the exact same. And as much as I hated Jane Fonda's character, Jane Fonda is a fucking fox. Absolute dime piece. Um, now, would I today in 2020 bang Jane Fonda? Absolutely. Absolutely. Jane Fonda gets it. Um, she's a gilf, 100%. I'm sure she's a grandmother by now. She's well put together. Um, dude, this movie, it's a romantic comedy, obviously about... Um, oh, fuck. Uh, I guess like this couple, the dude, I don't know who the dude is, like the actor. I don't know who he is, but um, he meets this Latin American fucking dimey and brings her home and just in a, it's so inappropriate. His mum's known the chick for 10 minutes and he, he, he proposes in front of her. Very strange, very strange, real sicko shit. Um, and just your basic like, oh, your mum doesn't like me. I've got to win her over. Oh, she's plotting against me and I've got to be strong. And oh shit, your ex-girlfriend's just come into the picture. You know how it is. Rom-com. Um, five out of 10 though. I, I, I just didn't buy in. I didn't buy in. And the calm part of it really didn't hit me. I wasn't, I wasn't laughing at it. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't hitting me like that. So five out of 10 for monster in law. And then we watched this fucking movie, dude. And you know, Rach has a dancing background, dancing, acting, all this shit. She's Rach is the Xavier Dersma of, um, door park. <laughs> So she watched this movie called Work It with no known actors. Um, it was the corniest dialogue. It was hard. I would, I, I was going like one, one ear um, while I was editing. I had one e headphone ear on and at times, sometimes they would say something and I'd have to go two because I couldn't, I couldn't put up with it. I don't know who wrote it. Um, it's, it's hard to imagine that an adult wrote this film. Uh, it's hard to imagine the pitch meeting where someone said, this is the film I want to make. And someone said, here's the money for it. That's that blows my fucking mind. More often than not, when you, when you really sit down and you, you, you look at a movie and you think, what would they have said to sell this movie? And it's usually pretty easy. And it's pretty crazy that if you get your rom-com, if someone says no to your rom-com, dude, every rom-com is the exact same movie with a slight difference. So for you to not get a rom-com across the line is like, fuck, that's crazy, dude. That must be really bad. Uh, says I, should I try and write a rom-com? I won't. I might, I might suggest it to friend of the show, Marcus McKenzie, filmmaker. Um, Work it. Fucking 
garbage, dude. Fucking garbage. Absolute garbage. I just don't even... I don't even know what... what. Don't. Please don't. Please don't watch it. I believe they might have both been... I don't know what Monster in Law was on. Maybe Stan. And then the other one, Work, it was on Netflix. But yeah, please... Please fucking don't watch that shit. Uh, what have we got? Would you rather? Let's fucking get into it. Hell no. Till the no, no, no. Hell till the no. Uh, this one here is coming in from Catherine. Would you rather be a tortoise, in brackets, land turtle, or a sea turtle? And um, after everything that I've said today about hating being in the water you would think i'm gonna say land turtle but i also said we got to shoot aquatic animals that grow legs and walk on land so do i want to be shot or do i want to be in water and if i was a turtle i think i'd want to be in water so let's be i'd be a sea turtle so those ones have flippers and land turtles have stomp like elephant feet um this one is coming in from Peter. Would you rather have all your shirts be two sizes too big or have them all be one size too small? And you can hit me with those two sizes too big any day, bro. I'll go back to the 2000s and rock a 4XT if I have to. Uh, I will not wear tight clothes, tight shirts when my body looks like this. Absolutely not. Thank you, Peter. Uh, this one coming in from Brian, would you rather pay 15% less for everything the rest of your life or get $15 off everything the rest of your life? 15% dude. Are you kidding me? So I buy a house, I get 15% off or $15 off. Brian, you're an idiot. Hey Brian, don't fucking write in again. Are you retarded dude? And I hope you, <laughs> and I fucking hope you're not after yelling that at the top of my lungs. Um, <laughs> would you rather never masturbate again or never play video games again? Masturbate, easy. I barely masturbate. I've got a girlfriend. Uh, she milks me from time to time and it's fine. It's good. I don't need to masturbate. Um, I've been alone for two days and haven't masturbated. So, um, you know, if we do sex tonight when she gets home, but I doubt it. We've got, you know, there's some f sad family things happening at the moment. So I doubt that sex is really on the table. I don't feel like it. She probably doesn't feel like it. So um, when we do finally do it, there's probably going to be, you know, a bit of a messy situation. I hope my mum's not listening to this episode. Oh, and that one was from Sigrid. Jesus Christ, I hope that's not um, my dad's friend. Next, from Indy. Is this Scott and Sam's dog writing in? Uh, would you rather be rich and have no tongue or... What? Rich and have no tongue or live healthy and die at 45? Those are unrelated, but I'd... Um, rich and have no tongue. So I'm rich and I don't even get to talk or eat pussy. <laughs> Um, I'd live healthy and die at 45. I'm quite sure that's around my time anyway, to be honest with you. Would you rather $1 million guaranteed or flip a coin for $1 billion? Fuck. $1 million guaranteed gets you, you know, gets you a couple of things instantly, but then you got to still work for the rest of your life. I'd flip the coin, bro. I'd flip the coin. For a billy? Yeah, I'm flipping. 50% chance? Give me that flip. Yeah, I'd be pissed. Especially if I knew like, yeah, and I guess I would know if someone come up to me and is like, here, here's a briefcase, million dollars. You can have that right now. Or you can have this 20 cent coin, flip it. You get heads, you get a billion. I'm flipping, I reckon. I reckon I'm flipping. Yeah, I reckon I'm flipping. But I would have to 
know that I'm definitely getting the billion, which I guess in this scenario I am. So I'm flipping. Like by definitely getting the billion, like it's not a stitch up. Like if I get heads that they don't give it to me, like I'd be like, what? Do I get the million there? They're like, no. I'd be like, what? But yeah, I'd flip. I'd flip for the billion. Um, would you rather be rejected by someone based on your looks or your personality? Looks, man. Looks. If someone hates me for who I am, dude, good God. That's sad, bro. That's suicide watch. Um, and that was from Millie. Thank you, Millie. Oh, and the one, the million dollar one was from Will. Uh, next, this one is from Steve. Would you rather be a hero or a villain? Why? Fuck. With a why? Don't, hey guys, don't get too fucking familiar with telling me to, to answer why as well. But uh, would I rather be a hero or a villain? Um... I guess hero, man. Like heroes have more friends, more bitches, dude. Most of the time, actually, sometimes these evil geniuses really are fucking, bro. To be honest with you, but nah, I'd be a hero just because. Um, no, nah, it'd be it'd be a lot of pressure. It'd be a lot of pressure to like save the world all the time from all these weird bad dudes that like live in lairs and shit, but. Like heroes always, um, like usually you can hide your identity during the day, uh, and then just put on your tights and shit and, um, you know, go out and save some, some hot girl that's been grabbed by whatever. And yeah, I'd just be the hero dude. And I'd basically be like, I'd prefer to be Batman than Bane, you know? even though Bane's got a fucking dope jacket and I've got one that's very similar. Um, and I'm basically as fucking strong as Bane, but you know, I wasn't, I wasn't fucking born in the shadows. Let's be honest. I was born in a private hospital. So, uh, hero. <laughs> Fuck. I'm an idiot. Um, would you rather drink Coke or Dr. Pepper? And that's from Braden. And if that's Brayden, and I wouldn't be surprised if that's Brayden Maynard, to be honest with you. And I don't mean that disrespectfully, but growing up, Brayden, Brayden used to, every time he saw me, every time he saw me, which was at the very minimum once per week, he would ask me how tall I am. And I'd tell him, because I'm an idiot. And he would say, no, nah, you're not. And I, to this day, don't know if he was fucking serious or joking. Cause it just doesn't make sense for him to be serious, but it also fucking doesn't make sense for him to be joking. I don't know, dude. I, to this day, am fucking stumped. But this seems like a question he would ask me, would you rather drink Coke or Dr. Pepper? And I think, I think the beauty of Dr. Pepper is the switch up, the rarity of it. Um, on a day-to-day -day basis, I think I would prefer Coke. But then if someone has some Dr. Pepper and it's there and I can have it, I'll be like, oh, shit, it's been a minute. You feel me? So, um, yeah, so, so Coke, I guess, is the answer. Um, and this one is from Guy. And that could be a guy's name or that could be someone just – not putting their name in, but would you rather go without pizza or without receiving oral sex forever? I think I've talked about this in the pod before. I'm not the biggest advocate for BJs. Um, you need to be an absolute professional for me to actually enjoy it. I've probably, there's probably been two to three girls that I've met that I have been like, yes, please, BJs. And the rest of the time, I'm quite happy just doing sex. So um, I think I'd rather go without receiving oral sex for the rest of my life. 
And that might sound crazy. That might sound crazy and, you know, I'm a fucking crazy guy. What are we at? We're over an hour. So I don't think I'm going to go into advice today. I think we went over an hour um, last weekend. So I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Uh, I... I wasn't. I don't, I don't feel like I was on top of my game today. I do feel a little bit flat with all this um, boogers running through my face. But uh, thank you for always coming back. You guys are the fucking best, man. I love you guys. Make sure you love yourselves. You know what to do. So welcome to the potty on everything. Follow, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. If We need to grow this thing. So I need, I do need your help. I can't do it all myself. Um... And the easiest way to grow this thing is for you guys to just say, hey, I've been listening to this dope podcast. You should give it a shot. That's all you need to do. It's easy. It's free. You don't need to fucking do anything. But if you want to spend some money, buy a fucking t-shirt or some coffee from the man. All right. Welcome to the body.com slash store. Um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Follow us. Subscribe to us. Like us. Whatever you got to do. Um, I love you guys, man. Make sure you love yourselves. This is Welcome to the Potty. And as always, bung, bum.